Yeah, so I told her about the whole theory with her when her pupils get huge. She's traveling. She's not in this dimension, this realm. She is off. So she was telling me about how one of her cats had gotten out in the fall, and they live up um, up in the peninsula. And um, the cat came back in the next spring, chunked out, looking real healthy, nothing wrong with it. So she she's convinced. And the neighbors, it's it was a small community, so everybody knows everybody else's pets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Said anything. Um, so she thinks that the cat went back to Mars, hung out there for the for a few months, and then came back. <laughs> no other. He shouldn't have survived over the winter and coming right. back really healthy. And came back, came back better than they left. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I love that. You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. See, I did it this time. Welcome up to the Epically Geeky Show, episode number 164. I'm your host of the evening, Eugene Stevens. Uh, tonight's opening question is, what is your favorite thing at an amusement park, Ray? It's the immersion. How can you not enjoy the absolute immersion into whatever it is that you're going to see? So at Harry Potter World, you walk in, you feel like you're in Harry Potter and everything is fucking magical. You go over to uh, the Jurassic Park area and you feel like, holy shit, there's like dinosaurs there and like it's all awesome. It's the immersion of being in what you love. That's that's a fantastic answer right there. I love that answer. Uh, Chris? Uh, so it's that, but also the how well thought out the the park is itself. Like um, Walt Disney World's really good at people moving. So they've paid a lot of attention to the way humans like naturally walk and have made paths that way. So it's, you don't feel at least the last time I was there, I didn't feel like I was bumper to bumper with people. It felt like a natural flow. So I really like the organization to things like that. Like well, I, I really enjoy Thanks. Uh, Joseph. Turkey legs. Yeah. <laughs> Lame. Good answer. <laughs> oh, his Jen throws up. Nice. <laughs> like ham. Yes. Yeah. Lainey? So um, I needed clarification on whether you meant amusement parks or theme parks because I am annoying. So I've got one for you, snob. Don't worry, I've got one for each. So I said, um, amusement parks, snaps. So like your Six Flags, your like random hometown, you Uh know, place with rides, whatever, snaps. All the way snaps. Potato tornadoes, walking tacos, fucking fresh squeezed lemonade. I'm in. I love it. Um, But like a theme park, like a true blue theme park, I love background loops i love that like extra layer of world building where they search high and low for like perfect background music that further like em- like puts you into the world uh-huh. um i use those in my classroom all the time i use those when i'm cleaning i use them when i need to focus because they are literally designed to kind of melt into the background and just like make you feel pleasant um, but yeah, that and atmospheric imagine, imagineering when they make the outside look like the inside is the best. Okay. Uh, 
Jen, do you have two answers between amusement parks and theme parks? or? Uh, no, I have a pretty boring answer and did not put as much thought as they did because I just love the roller coasters. Okay. <laughs> I'm all about like the twists and the upside downs and the corkscrews. However, about five or six years ago when I went, I realized my body is not okay with it anymore. And the older I get, <laughs> the more I have to take motion sickness pills to even ride in the backseat of a car. Right One on of us. Times, One right of on, us. Yeah, right on roller coasters. So it really fucking sucks because I love, 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 love those thrill rides, and I have to like basically medicate myself an hour before going because my body hates me. Well, at least you figured that out and seemed to found a way around it because it would be suck if it'd just be like, nope, can't do this anymore. So yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I, but Sean? I do love oh. crazy ones. Sorry. Nice. Sean? I love people watching. I'm I'm in, for lack of a better word, an empath. I pick up on all body signals, so large crowds usually just, I go nuts. But Mm -hmm. at amusement parks and theme parks, people are typically there enjoying themselves, and I pick that up. Um, I'm not a huge ride person. I'm happy to sit on a bench and watch people for hours, Um, usually holding backpacks or purses or whatever mm-hmm. that's fine because i don't medicate myself that much <laughs> if i wanted to go on the rides i'd have to uh-huh. but uh, yeah it's a theme park especially like you go to like disney and stuff like that where you got a lot of young kids mm-hmm. yeah. and love that because you see little princesses walking around and the kids just they're in this state of joy and i pick up on that and it just that's great. I love it. Okay, so I add on to that because I love people watching too. I know Chris does as well, but we have a guilty pleasure, and that's especially if they're having an argument in a different, different language. language. It's like, oh, what the yes! fuck? Are you yeah, I, I'm right up there with you. And Disney was great for that. Animated, and they're just amped up, and you're like, yeah. Oh my God, if Christy was here, she'd so be in on this conversation. Yes. Oh, yeah. Have you all yeah. ever played um, the biggest fight game? No. You, if you're with a group of people at like a place like Disney World, especially, it's the best game to play. As you're walking around and you see families like fighting, mm-hmm. you decide whether or not you're gonna call it as that's the biggest blow up of the day. Okay, it's, it's amazing. Uh, so we used to like try to figure out what they were fighting about. Does that count um, too? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Fast classes or someone's tired. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the tired they ones are easy to pick out. But if I had a nickel for every time I heard, I paid all this money. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> everyone else, but okay. I yep. love screaming toddler because I have teenagers now. Love a screaming toddler. I just oh, think yeah. it's the best. I laugh. I'm like, ah, yeah. Or in the restaurants when yeah. they have this whole huge plate of food in front of them and they won't touch it and the parents are like ready to pop like a zit. It's so funny. Yeah. Been there, done that. Right. <laughs> So happy to be there. <laughs> the last time we were at Universal Studios, we were, I was I was holding all the bags because uh, everybody else was on the computer ride, and I I'd already been on it, and uh, I'm watching, and this little kid is just giving it to her to his mom, and his mom is just like, it's like, oh, oh kid, you're you're going too far, and, and he's like just screaming at her, and next thing you know, she snaps, and it's like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> 
we knew what they're saying, but holy fuck, that kid's getting it now. Guilty pleasures. I was going to go off of what Ray was saying, and I, I like the immersion. Um, another thing, and because I, I don't do amusement parks or theme parks uh, very often, um, one of the things that I actually really liked was the ability to just go, you know what, I'm here. Um, there's no use even thinking about anything else. I can completely 110% shut off everything else. I don't work for who I work for. I don't have any projects at home I need to work on. I'm, I'm just, I'm here. And that's nice. Like, I wish I could do that more often. Cause otherwise, even if I'm someplace and I'm having a good time, the back of my brain may still be like, you know, when you get home, you need to work on this. And I was just like, no, that's like, fucking seven days away from now like i won't even i won't even be able to remember whatever i'm thinking of now so just hey look there's goofy let's go talk to goofy like just you know whatever so um tonight's topic was one that uh ray came up with uh we actually had to go i had to go back into uh our our history to see if we've done this topic before uh we haven't we've done some things that are kind of adjacent to it but not quite um so with the advent of things like um, uh, Galaxy's Edge, um, and I would say even like the newest, the um, the Super Mario World that has recently opened up, because that entire park is themed directly around that. Um, we're going to come up with some um, geeky amusement park lands, experiences, however you want to put it together. So um, with that being said, who would like to go first? Okay. I'm going first. I'm going first. I, <laughs> go ahead and say quick enough. All right. So uh, to ask everyone coming up with one or two, uh, I've got three just because the first one that came to mind was literally just like, yeah, I don't have to think about this. Just make the thing. Um, and there are some places out there at some different uh, amusement parks or theme parks now that have a little taste of this. They have a little part of this, but I want the full blown experience. Um, and that's Jurassic World. Just fucking build Jurassic World. Um, you can have the, uh, you know, you a lot of the rides would be with animatronic dinosaurs going on, of course. Um, but I want it set up like the movie, so you'll you'll arrive in the morning, and you know you'll have all the shops and everything. The shops are already set up, like you already know you're gonna have the restaurants, they're gonna have all the themes, you're gonna have all the different um uh, shopping places that are going to have you know all the different you know toys and everything else it's you know going to be you know uh set up um and then you know, like we could have uh, some dark rides maybe where you're going to you know um uh maybe hunt down an escape dinosaur or something like that but the big thing's going to be uh this is not going to have a hotel in it it's not going to be an overnight thing it is going to be a daily thing um but when it starts getting dark and it's time to close up the park uh, that's when the dinosaurs escape, and we're going to have an animatronic T-Rex that raises up behind some of the shops, maybe knocks over some of the stuff. Um, we're going to have – you've seen those people that are in those suits that looks like either a baby T-Rex or a velociraptor, and they're literally going to fucking chase everyone out of – the out of the park um, some of the you know sh- you know whoever's working shopkeeping or whatever they're going to get eaten um you know they'll just happen to fall behind something you see the velociraptor over there you know acting like it's eating like i want to kind of scare the shit out of, of course the adults are going to think oh this is this is crazy this is fun the kids are probably going to lose their damn mind and think they're actually about to get eaten um but yeah like just just make jurassic world and then once everyone's out of the park all right, well, reset. Like, we don't have to. This is an event that's built so that 
we can reset everything for the next day. It's part of the problem with some of these parks. I'm just like, when do you have time to like get ready for the next showing or the next event or something like this? And I know they have that stuff figured out, but you know, it, it, if you're wanting to do something this big, it's like, this got to take a lot of work. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, besides actually having real dinosaurs, I, I would fucking go to Jurassic world. I think it would be awesome. It's, I think I just read an article where they actually put a price tag on actually creating Jurassic park. Uh huh. <laughs> And yeah, I think it was in the trillions of dollars, but literally I read it like this week. Someone actually took the time to calculate it. That's awesome. I'll have to see if I can find that. <laughs> yeah. I Google it, but I'm Wait, having a hard time typing. I wonder if it's the same guy that like his his one shtick was like figuring out like how long it would take to, what was it, to build the Death Star. And then like his next thing, he was trying to figure out like how long it would take to like mop the Death Star or whatever. And it was like years. <laughs> and it's like. The thing would never be clean. Like, it would just it'd be ridiculous. So That sounds like a government it, grant. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Is it like Universal that had the, the Jurassic Park ride um, where at the end the T-Rex came down as you're, like, yeah. going down the slide? Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. That kind of freaked me out. I was younger when I it's first did terrifying. it. It's terrifying. He, like, came close to your boat. Nice. You were going yeah, your no, she's, like, on top of you, and she's freaking huge. Yeah. You could, you could yeah. She's massive. And like I'm saying, so like I'm saying, like, it's, you know, we've had rides at different places. And, of course, you know, you see, like, I think it's at Universal or whatever. They have, you know, they they have a, a Velociraptor that's kind of, you know, it, like, sticks its head out or whatever. And, you know, like, people are taking pictures and not paying attention. It's, like, right there in their face and, like, scares them. Like, I want the whole experience through the whole thing. So. I literally uh, thought when you said about, like, the raptors rock walking around, like, you're talking about, like, the good raptor costumes. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, the air well, the air plastic was- suit T Rex is running oh. after you. That's, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be scared of that. But yeah, no, no, that yeah. makes more sense. No, absolutely. Yeah, so much, oh my god, that would help. That's that's the uh, that's the Six Flags version. Like, you know, if Universal picks this thing up, it's gonna be all out. If Six Flags picks it up, you're right. It's gonna be the inflatable T Rex suit. And yeah, Jurassic Park brought to you by Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be hilarious. Um, I was just—I was going to add though. Um, all right. As amazing as that would be, you have to amp it up even more for Halloween. Like, it, it would have to be like really gory and like. Oh yeah, like you could definitely do. You could definitely do a couple of weeks out of the year. It's just like, all right, listen, this is adults only, or you know, seventeen and above. Not because it's going to be anything like that. Like. So instead of instead of the shopkeeper running and tripping or whatever, you know, behind, you know, the trash cans or whatever in the Velociraptor, you know, you just kind of like we'll have like an air cannon shooting blood and shit out. Like it's going to be like you said, it'll be awesome. This existed. They did that. Did it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, they did. They, nice. They did, they did Universal Horror, uh, Halloween Horror Nights on Islands of Adventure for a few years, and I want to say it was the same year that they did like Island Under Siege, and they did the thing with the superheroes. Did you not hear me rant about that for like two days? No. Okay, but <laughs> they it was like horrifying, like it was really gory and gross, but it was really good. Nice. So I'm telling you, th- this this could sell. We could definitely sell this. And like I said, I didn't have to think about this one this long. This was literally just like popping my head. I was like, well, I've got to come up with two more because this is too easy. I literally thought someone else was going to be like, well, yeah, of course, Jurassic World. Why not? Like, yeah, yeah. I think the last I heard, they were trying the, the little gyrospheres that they did in the mm-hmm. first Jurassic World. They were trying to figure out how to make that a real possibility. See, but that would the, be fun. 
the yeah. engineering on it is just absolutely wild. Oh, like I'm sure it is. Having a hard time. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. All right, Ray, would you like to go next? Sure, why not? Um, stop trying to draw on me. Fuck. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start with uh, Gone in 60 Seconds because I think it would be fucking amazing. That would be awesome. <laughs> to, so you, you get there and you start off, um, you would be courses courses for like actually uh, te- you know how to drive and how to be a getaway driver and all that stuff because I think it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, and then they'd have a course set up and you get to drive it. Uh, but before you get to drive it, you get to plan a heist. And so you got to go through a whole scenario where you got to steal the car. Nice. And then you got to ch- you get away from the cops and stuff like that. And I thought, I thought there'd be a lot of fun. <clears throat> now with that though, the restaurants would all be like absolute dives, right? Like, you know, the, the greasy me. spoons, the dive. Yeah. The, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then, of course, fast food, because why not? Um, and then your your accommodations are like little hangouts where you hang out with your gang and you try and figure your heist and, you know, talk about that kind of stuff. And there'd be like secret messages on in black ink and stuff, or the, the black light ink and stuff like that. So, uh, and then your shows, you know, shown on the big screen or like they'd it'd look like an old th- movie theater or whatever, <clears throat> but it would be your heist would actually be showing up on the big screen and it'd be highlights from the different heists. And Oh my God, that would be awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. So, and then depending on how good you are, you would actually get like, you know, to, to drive Eleanor or not. And yeah. Pretty so cool. You <laughs> said the Richard Petty experience. It, they could totally do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That could totally be done just with all the extra planning. The, the planning of your heist though is, is like, that's the, that's yep. where you're taking it to the next step. So, yeah. Nice. Chris, what, what's what's your first one? I only have two. Okay. So I didn't overachieve like Ray. Um, <laughs> so it's called Fangorn Forest. <laughs> okay. Um, it's for those who like to, to meander and stroll, for those who are not in a rush. Okay. Um. So, because the end also known as End World. End World. Um, <laughs> if you aren't from <laughs> Fangorn Forest, is where Tree Beard is. He's in it. Anyway, yes. um, and nerding out. This like obviously, obviously. Yeah. Um, so the hotel would be like tree houses. Um, all the rooms would be named after different ends. Um, the restaurant would be called Entmoot. <laughs> <laughs> I see that they nice. would actually bring you your food. Yeah, everything's slow. Uh, so it's like simple fare and, um, you know, just really easy. Things, not a lot of fuss, not a lot of choice. Um, and then the ride uh, would be a slow meandering kind of, kind of train ride. And you just amble through a, a Fangorn Forest. You had me at train. train <laughs> fin, Finberthrail's garden. Finberthrail was... Um, Treebeard's wife. wife. You go through her garden. There's lovely walking paths. It's sort of meander. Because I I am a very low energy person and the thought I like (laughs) parks, but like I just like walking around. You you could have like people pleasant little like uh, medieval pub music's kind of playing around and stuff. (laughs) You You, you could have like animatronics way in the background, just slowly moving. Yeah. That look like ants. 
you know, just chilling. The people who are designing it are going to be at first, they're going to be like, oh, crap, this is going to be huge. This is going to be – and they're like, no, no. It has to move very slowly. Like, it has to get from here to here, like, within a week. Be like, oh, shit, we got this. (laughs) The people designing it are going to be high as a kite. Yeah. (laughs) Just really chill. Chill vibes. It's like nestling without the throw rides. I like it. Like the manager that keeps coming to check on, like, you know, as they're building the stuff, they're like, no, slower. Slower. Yeah, yeah really. No, slower. slower. Tortoise speed. Yes. In the main ride, I brought to you by Cheech and Chong. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you just appreciate an amble. You appreciate not rushing. But you can have a pipe, because why not? Oh, hell yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Fire in an amusement park based on trees. That's a good idea. <laughs> I, I don't support that idea. Can you pretend pipe? Yeah, the CEO is not on board with that. You can vape it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this looks like an old pipe. Yeah. I don't know. Gandalf appears every once in a while. Yeah. Gandalf the White. And... Radagast could too. Radagast could be there. He I could just say you could have good meet and greets. That would be or fun. Or you get the blue the blue wizards. That way, when people ask where were you during the actual War of the Ring, they're like, we're at the okay, yeah, they were there. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say if you wanted one fast ride, that could be Radagast. Like you ride with him and be like, right is yeah, his yeah. Uh, yes. sled with the rabbit. Yes. 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 Done. That'd be, That'd be amazing. So, nice. Joseph, what's your first one? So I'm going to go with the one that's less thought out first. (laughs) I'm right here. But I'm going to preface with both of them uh, have physical structures, but they're also based off sort of the marketplace in the movie Valerian and the uh, something a thousand planets, I forget what it's called. Uh, So the virtual reality marketplace in that movie. So it's very similar here. So my first land is Starship Troopers land. Oh. <laughs> All, right. All right. So you get. Uh, oh, hold on. We're getting serious. Yeah, really. You must be this white to enter. <laughs> <laughs> when you enter. Yeah. With all the Nazi. Energy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when you enter, you're given your, your gear. Uh, and so this very boxy looking place transforms into a planet so she can see it you get to play uh so you're playing these theme parks you get to play as a civilian and just explore go to the d- different pop planets within the thing uh and just kind of walk around see what it has to offer go to different marketplaces um uh, if you don't want to do that you can choose to be a scientist and you're given missions to explore certain new worlds and uncover their uh artifacts or whatever they have going on uh you can be a soldier and fight the bug menace that is slowly encroaching on the theme park or you play as a mercenary and protect the the scientists the catch is uh the war is live and the theme park resets every january 1 so january 1 the war starts and if the people can stop the bug menace it becomes this sprawling huge like intergalactic uh, intergalactic empire where people can go visit planets if they can't stop the bug menace slowly but surely all of the planets start to die and get taken over by the bugs and then january 1 it resets so that it's always like a fresh experience every time you go that's cool Um, that would be cool so this is the less thought of 
right? <laughs> <laughs> now, there will be certain sections within the, the planets where you can do things uh, like I, I thought of the riding the brain bugs as roller coasters. Yeah. Uh, you know, so when you're on the planets that have been conquered and you now have enslaved the bugs, you get to use them for your own entertainment. Uh, and then you have slow scenic rides, kind of like sitting in a planetarium uh, on these spaceships that are going from planet to planet within this world. Nice. Cool. That's one. That's my first one. Nice. I still think the fact that we don't have a first person or even third person like shooter game like just kills me. Like that game was that movie was built to be a game. Like <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. You just take the Halo engine and tweak it just a little bit, and like you got a freaking yeah, that'd be awesome. So yeah, all right, Lainey, what's your first one? Well, ahoy there, mateys, and uh-huh. welcome to Jimmy Buffett's Latitudes. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay. Now, um, I would like to preface two things. One, I'm aware that Margaritaville Resorts exist. I know that. I, trust me. I'm aware. But to be very real, now they kind of suck. So why not just knock them all out, start over? Also, <laughs> after naming my resort, I'm doing a tiny little bit more research. I realized that Jimmy Buffett, I think, has a like senior living facility called Latitudes in Key West. <laughs> I'm, un- I'm unclear on the details. I'm unclear on the details, but these this is not that. So okay, not to be confused <laughs> with. Yeah, this is well. It's changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. Just FYI. Um, you want to talk about the moment when my husband realized that he was married to someone who was born into parentheddom? It was this week. <laughs> it's a lot. So, it's going to be kind of Margaritaville-themed, essentially. However, the hotel's main draw is it's, like, chilled vibes. Uh It's super laid back, very islandy. Probably going to exist somewhere on the Florida coast. Duh. Naturally. So, um, and it's got kind of a choose-your-own-adventure vibe, but I'll be honest with you, nothing too crazy. Nothing that's going to involve a lot of effort. And time on your part. You want to get super involved and find Joe Merchant? Could If you anybody actually gets that reference, I'm extremely proud of you. If you want to go on an adventure and solve the mystery and find Joe Merchant and find Desdemona in the Bahamas and whatever, whatever, go for it. Have fun. Incredible. If you want to go and solve another mystery and find the protagonist, protagonist of the song Jollymon Sings and listen to his tales about the time he was saved, from pirates by a dolphin enjoy more power to you you can do whatever you like but feel free to enjoy our incredible dining and water park options let's begin so we've got um, (laughs) our signature restaurant is the hemisphere dancer named after jimmy buffett's plane that was famously shot down in jamaica um specializing in in uh west indian food specifically jamaica as an ode obviously to the place that it was mm-hmm. shot down in but lots of seafood a little bit of something for everybody incredible frozen beverages and all it's got to be all imagineered to be look to look like it's perpetually twilight on the beach somewhere obviously 
Um, so that's that's inside the hotel. That's one of your options, right? That's where we're going. So after, you know, if you want to venture out a little bit, you can make your way into our glorious water park, which the center of is a giant volcano with a blender on top. <laughs> so every hour on the hour, you hear the familiar tune of volcano, but you do know when the volcano blows because it's every hour on the hour. But it out comes what looks like margaritas. What a delight. Fantastic, right? That's what everybody wants. And you can watch it as you enjoy our delightful volcano wave pool. Every time that volcano goes off, get some delightful dope-ass waves while you're burying your toes in our fake sand. Incredible. Love it. Like but don't let that stop you. We got chills and thrills, too. What? What were you gonna ask me? <laughs> oh, I like the picture is is Lisa Simpson getting some uh, margarita. I am the queen. Yes, exactly. So, um, also go on our volcano river raft adventure, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's one of those really dope ass giant raft rides that you always ride on at water parks. Love those. Travel through the volcano. Maybe meet up with some famous characters from some of your favorite Jimmy Buffett songs. The pirate who looks at 40, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so go do that. It's fantastic. And then please don't miss our fins up flume water coaster where you actually make your way through a shark tank. And if you get hungry, we've got obviously our cheeseburger in paradise restaurant where you can get yours with Heinz 57 and a cold draft beer, obviously. Uh, we've also got our Stranded on a Sandbar bar off to the side. Incredible cocktails, lovely margaritas, anything you could ever want. And then our boat drinks pool bar and snacks located in our lazy river that goes all the way around our volcano. Very Done. Good. Boom. Nice. Mic drops. I basically, I want, I created the place that I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. The older I've gotten, the more I've my friends and I have realized we're like, should we should we go on a Margaritaville cruise? Should we do that? And we're all kind of like, I think it's coming for us. I feel like this is the next phase <laughs> of our life. You're gonna retire at that. Like there's gonna be a margarita. <laughs> it's, I'm gonna be 40 and I'm gonna be like, yep, this is my life now. Nice. I love it. Um, Sean, what's your first one? Um so I did a theme park and a hotel chain. So I'll go with the theme park first. So it's Caffeine Land for <laughs> us adults here. So the best thing about it is it's free admission, fast <laughs> entry on your first time in. But in order to leave, you have to purchase a lifetime membership. And then for all those lifetime, like the, they have the, lifetime passes it is a slow ass line to get in mm-hmm. and you you have to be super frustrated and angry by the time you actually get in <laughs> but that's just the way caffeine works uh, what else all rides such as like the pill popper timber coke falls and uh coffee mugs instead of teacups yeah. um, they like start off really 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 fast but they taper off, and then eventually you're, like, just hating being on the ride before they let you off. You're just angry and pissed off. Just want to get off this fucking ride. Um, and the restaurants, 
much like the rides, they like takes forever to get you seated. But once you're seated, they like bring you the food super fast. But then they don't bring you the check until you're super pissed off, angry, and hungry again. Nice. Uh, that's just caffeine, baby. It's all about the caffeine. <laughs> and, and and who is uh who's um uh, um sponsoring this? Is it Coke? Is it? Um, it actually it's probably like ibuprofen. And... <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, you got to think long term here. It's like if you can't get the caffeine, you got to pop something, baby. There you go. <laughs> they would sell it at the at the place as well, but it's a hundred dollars for a pill. Oh yeah, oh, they'd yeah. be like the guys dressed in like pills walking around, like handing shit out to the kids. <laughs> it just totally sounds like a land, an offshoot land of uh, itchy and scratchy. Oh yeah, land. that's like, what yeah. I was thinking with this. Well. <laughs> Everything I thought of was like uh, Simpsons did it. Simpsons nice. Did it. it was like a freaking South Park episode. Simpsons did it. I'm like, oh my god, tweet, kill him. Nice. But uh, then it was like, oh no, they didn't do caffeine then. Fuck them. <laughs> and then like, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Well, they've done that, so I can't really go for a Star Trek or. Well, you could have. I mean, you could have done more than just the hotel experience, mm-hmm. but say make yeah. It- but the- done so much and star wars has been like a lot of science fiction's been done already and then tv land which i thought of was like oh wait i just watched that on married with children fucking kelly <laughs> so that and that took out a lot of shows and then i was like yeah then gotcha. i drank my coffee and i'm like wait, actually it was deb that thought of this one she was like you should do coffee like coffee land and like all the different types of coffees and i'm like no i gotta be a little more open because like coke and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) um the first one that i kind of thought through um was also the like as soon as the first as soon as jurassic world went through my head this was the next thing that just immediately popped in my head um uh it's gonna be called the heroes of hyrule and much like how we have the new super mario uh world which i i'm gonna have to go to it just looks too awesome like i've i've played those games all my life i have to actually experience being in like you know a mario game so um so it's gonna be a multi-day experience uh we're gonna have it's gonna be a fairly large park uh we're actually gonna have uh small representations of course we can't make it too large but we will have a desert area we will have a cold snow area we will have a forest and so on and so forth we will have a couple of different um uh, villages that you can visit and there'll be shopping and entertainment and everything else. And you can really kind of go about this two different ways. If you want to, if you want to just kind of take the laid back, Oh, I'm just going to kind of explore, check out the shopping, just kind of, you know, be entertained by being immersed in this, you know, kind of fictional fantasy world. You absolutely can. But if you want to take the track and you actually want to become one of the heroes of Hyrule over the, three or four days that you're going to be there, you're also going to have to complete eight different dungeons. The dungeons were going to be done in a combination of a couple of different styles. They're going to be either dark rides so that you can run around and, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe through a dark ride and, you know, shooting at stuff or whatever. Um, we can also do VR stuff so that you're running around and, you know, physically swinging a, a, a foam sword but you know attacking stuff or whatever and then i also want because they are dungeons and this is based off of the legend of zelda uh there, some of these are going to be escape rooms so uh i thought the combination of adding the three things together uh you could come up with some pretty interesting 
dungeons to get through and having to clear eight of them in order to complete your mission, I think would be fantastic over two or three days. Now it's not going to be for the pain of heart. Like, you know, a lot of people are going to be like, wait a minute. So you want me to like actively work and think for two days? Yeah. You want to become a hero. (laughs) Otherwise go back to go back and, 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 you know, sit outside and enjoy your, enjoy your drink. Otherwise uh, grab your sword and let's go. So, uh, and I, it just to me, I'm just like this sounds like a fun thing, especially you know how they got the, the 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 Mario World thing set up. I'm just like, well, of course, mm-hmm. you know, Nintendo. If Nintendo starts making bank on this, which I'm assuming they're going to, uh, that would obviously be the next thing to go with. So, <coughs> but yeah, I thought of a uh, Heroes of Hyrule would be awesome. That would be good. Um, and then, Quinn would move in, like. Oh yeah, Quinn just, would move in for sure. He would just make him a little spot where he can yeah. just live. Just be there. <laughs> but like for the entertainment stuff, like you could still you could do a lot of period type stuff. Like you know, the only place you ever go see a you know like a, a blacksmith is like you know you know like an old you know like an old time town. Like well, of course it would be a fucking blacksmith. Like actually walking, you know, going there and taking courses if you wanted to, or just watching the dude like actually you know do stuff with steel. That would be awesome. It'd be really cool. <laughs> to figure out so. Your your um, line to get into to to be part of like the the really deep stuff. Mm-hmm. You have a torch with you, and the smoke would go a specific way, and you'd have to follow that smoke. And then that way, you could spread out the line, and then mm-hmm. would eventually get to the front of the line by following the smoke on their torch. Nice. And I just thought about this. Uh, so uh, much like you know some of these other lands or whatever. Um, of course, you can add additional funds as you go along, but um literally you will turn in your cash at, as you're going in for uh rubies and gems and stuff and that's literally how you're going to pay you're going to be walking around with a little pouch and be like all right well, it's time for lunch how much is that two three red rubies all right here you go so <laughs> so that alone would be awesome yeah. all right where are you? what's your next one all right i'm going with uh a very adult one kids are not allowed okay Pirates of the caribbean Oh, okay. I think it would be a lot of fun, but you can't have kids there. <laughs> um, so the rides would be, uh, I thought it would be kind of cool to do like, um, you're, you're on a ship, but it would be like a simulation all around you, so mm-hmm. everywhere, and it would simulate you guys sailing, so everybody would have like a job to do, and then oh, that'd be obviously uh, you're getting boarded, and it would be actors that are boarding, and you have to like fight them or whatever, and they'd be trained so that you know, people don't actually get hurt. Uh, <laughs> it'd be fun. I don't know, but it would start off with cannons and stuff like that, and you'd have to have certain things. I think it'd be a blast. Um, and then uh, the other ride that I thought about as well would be a guided tour through the history of pirates, but obviously from a pirate giving you the tour, because why not? Mm-hmm. It'd be hilarious. Uh, accommodations would range from if you're uh, if you don't have a lot of money, you get a hammock off in the corner somewhere. <laughs> Uh, and then if you have a lot of money, then you could have the captain's quarters um, or the brig. If you're, you know, <laughs> uh, then your shows would be. Uh, so I'm thinking of like Disneyland's big, huge, like water shows. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, it'd be two big ships having a big battle and like pirates swinging back and forth and having a big fight. Mm-hmm. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, and then your rest, your restaurant is high tortuga. And all they do is serve fish, rum and bread. That's it. Love it. it. Yes. Yeah. It's immersive. I like it. <laughs> yeah. And, and you have to say, yar, 
that's the only yeah oh constantly yeah like to speak like a pirate everywhere you go everywhere <laughs> like a pirate day. if you don't speak with a pirate they can't understand you it's like exactly tudic and dodgeball yeah <laughs> alan tudic i forgot about him he's so awesome nice well yeah if you don't speak to them in pirate then they don't understand what you're saying they you rob you and awesome. leave you in a gutter <laughs> That's another one of those things when you, as soon as you, as soon as you show up, you have to turn in all of your money for like literally gold coins. Like you're going to be paying with doubloons for everything. All the balloons. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and, and, and you're carrying your, your rum with you that you're everywhere. It's, nice. Yeah. I mean, everybody just fills it up for you all the time. So <laughs> John would love it there. <laughs> uh, Chris, what's your next one? Okay. This is my next and last one. Got it. Yeah, I've only got one more after this, Dave. I don't have a clever name for this one. I just kind of popped into my head, and I had 15 minutes before the show started. And I was just like, nah. Um, Adam's Land. So it is a gothic, creepy, mysterious adventure land. It's set, set in a misty moor setting. Um, black and white attire is encouraged, and Lurch is there to take your ticket. Nice. So you're staying at the Adam's Manor. All kitted out, like think of the Adams Family movies from the early 90s. Um, the restaurant would be a Cousin It's Diner, and there you have like Mystery Stew and Grandma Ma's Special. Um, some of the rides would be Adventures with Thing, which would be like a dark theater ride, and you'd kind of like see the world through his perspective. Can you get his car? His cute little car? Oh, yeah, you could. And then you could do the dark theater ride like that with his perspective. Um, you could do a tour of Nevermore Academy with Wednesday, and then uh, Uncle Fester's motorcycle ride. Okay, but you also have to have you also have to have a dark ride where you get shrunk down and you get to ride in Adams uh, in Gomez's uh, oh, model tra- train. Yes. that would be so awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could also like pull the different chains and see where yes. you go. Oh, that would be, yeah. That's how you, that's that's your which ride you're going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. I thought it was fun. I'd want to go. I dress up constantly. I like I like when parks encourage that kind of interaction. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I know with um, Universal for, for yeah Disney yeah. you're not allowed to dress no, up you're not. Like, unless you're doing the um. Unless you're doing the, the the Star Wars thing, then yes, they do encourage you to to dress up and everything. So yeah, yeah. But because like, one of our teachers just went and he like he like he's like I've never done a cosplay or anything and he knocked it out of the park. He had a backstory and everything. I was like, dude, that yeah. was awesome. Very cool. So yeah, sweet, nice. Joseph, what's your next one? All right, so this is the one that's well thought out. So this is going to be based on uh, the Elder Scrolls series of video games. Um, you go into the park and you first spend your first four or five hours or so designing your character, making sure that you know everything is exactly perfect. Uh, you choose from three classes, uh, you get to pick a fighter, uh, a thief or a rogue, and a mage, and then each one of those three classes, depending on you play. Uh, how you play has subclasses that you can unlock as you are going throughout the theme park. You can join uh, guilds. So you have a fighter's guild or a companions if you're playing like Skyrim. 
Uh, you have a thieves guild, a mages guild, or merchants guild, and then uh, if you want to play like an evil character, uh, you can join the Dark Brotherhood. And so that's usually reserved for assassins, but you can do that uh, if you want. Uh, NPCs will be people that work there. Mm-hmm. Uh, will be uh, giving you quests to go on as you explore the different land. Uh, the different things that you can do is you can go dungeon exploring. Uh, you will gain XP for better loot drops, uh, and this will be done with virtual reality so that no two dungeons are ever the same. Nice. Uh, you have random encounters with enemies, uh, random loot crates. Uh, if you die in a dungeon, you have to go back out, talk to an NPC, and he will resurrect you, um, and but you don't lose any of the things that you have collected. Okay. And then you can go and do the attempt. Uh, in the middle of our uh, theme park, there is going to be the Red Mountain. Uh, so that's from Morrowind, and it's a volcano that erupts. Uh, randomly, twice a day, uh, the Red Mountain will erupt. If you are outside, uh, when it erupts, you uh, it affects your status, or your stats, rather. So you have a higher miss rate on, or a reduced damage on ranged attacks, Count both magical and non-magical. Uh, if you're in a tavern, uh, your drink and drinks and food orders for the next hours will have a random chance to buff a random stat, and all of your stats are stackable. Uh, the territory around the Red Mountain is a forest. Uh, you can have random encounters with higher-level enemies uh, for uh, legendary loot drops, and it allows for PvP uh, fighting. If you die in the forest around the Red Mountain, uh, you lose your items uh, and you have a permanent stats reduction. You have to go back to an NPC to resurrect you, and it's up to you whether or not you want to go back into the forest and try and find uh, whatever you lost. Uh-huh. Or you want to go and try and level back up and then try and go back into the forest uh, so you can try and get recoup your things. Uh, taverns will be places where you can... Uh, buy food, trade with merchants, so you can rent a room to sleep, that kind of stuff. Uh, other things that are available, uh, you have horseback archery, so you can work on that. Obviously, sword fighting uh, skills. Uh, and then I do have roller coasters in the land to make it more of a theme cart that will look like the dragons from Skyrim, so you're kind of like flying around. and doing that. You can have dueling uh, roller coasters. Uh, <laughs> essentially, this was like a LARPer's wet dream. Yeah, no joke. (laughs) Holy man. I know I'd spend like four hours building the character, six hours trying to get out of the room because I can't figure out the door. (laughs) And my first quest would be getting an NPC a beer and I'd die. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be all level one characters that's a fight a mud crab and you see a bunch of dead bodies. Uh, Awesome. As I was thinking that one out, I was like, Okay, this would be cool. And then what would I want to do? And then just kind of, this is yeah. where I went with it. There you go. Absolutely. Lainey, what's your next one? Well, it's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. Uh-oh. It's time to meet the Muppets <laughs> at our interactive Muppet Hotel. So. Yes. Okay, number one, why hasn't this already been done? I, because Disney doesn't know what to do with the Henson. The hotel Apparently has so. been done, but they did the Muppets. Yes, they have the Muppets. Well, the show. No. We'll talk. We'll we'll talk later. I'm not going to get off on. <laughs> it. 
Okay. So my idea was um, obviously hotel theme park attached. Um, but I want the hotel to be a little bit more immersive. So I kind of want it to take on the same, not the exact same plot. I want it to be a little bit more diversified. So you don't always have the same experience, but I want it to be like the great Muppet caper, which is my personal favorite Muppet movie. Uh-huh. So we're going to set it in like early eighties, late seventies, London. Um, you're going to come in on the big double decker bus and you're going to stay at the shithole that is the happiness hotel <laughs> complete with rat bellman and everything um you'll stay there it's obviously imagineered it'll be fine you'll, you'll survive <laughs> um <laughs> so but again i want most of the hotel to do that atmospheric engineering so you're walking around you're inside but you feel like you're walking on the streets of london mm-hmm. at nighttime it's very cool so um you're again doesn't have to follow the exact same plot line, but I do want a lot of the same characters. So we are going to have Lady Holiday and her little brother, Nikki. Um, you're going to have to help solve the jewel heist. So one of the things that you're going to get to do is go and have dinner with some of, with Kermit and Quasi and Piggy and Gonzo at the Dubonne Club and watch a little floor show with Miss Piggy and suddenly the lights go out and your adventure begins. So different artifacts i figure different artifacts can be stolen from lady holiday maybe it's not nikki this time but there's also gonna have the mallory gallery where she puts the giant diamond the baseball diamond Mm -hmm. i figure that'll also be part of it so your adventure might take you there your adventure could start and end in the dubonne club it's really whatever you want to make of it so um part of your day can also be spent in our delightful (laughs) muppet themed theme park we're very excited about this i wish that this existed so we're right it would be so cool so our (laughs) our main attraction our e-ticket is the great gonzo cannibal conundrum coaster it's going to be a launch coaster you're going to shoot out of the cannon just like gonzo and it's going to take you all throughout it's kind of like rock and roller coaster it's going to take you through a lot of different scenery that should be very familiar to you if you're familiar with the Muppet show um a lot of Muppet show references as opposed to movie references in this one um gotta have something for the kids so we have our pigs in space spinner (laughs) so they'll board the ship shaped like a pig go around a few times listen to the pigs in space theme song a little bit of commentary from piggy dr strange pork and link hog throb you know the whole gang is there. Um, we're going to have, I figure if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We are going to have a 3D theater show because it's the Muppets. They got to put on a show. But mm-hmm. this time, someone's going to be trying to buy the theater. No worries. Muppets will put on a show, raise the money. They're going to mm-hmm. buy the theater back. Mayhem will ensue in the meantime, starring all of your favorites. Um, and then I think we need something a little laid back a little chill so i figure why not take a lovely cruise through the swamp with our good pal kermit Mm. (laughs) we'll have a nice little boat ride we'll just meander through the swamps meet some of our pals i love when they do kermit's extended family because they're all hillbillies (laughs) and they live in florida i really appreciate that so i would love more world building on that um and then um of course it's not a theme park if there's not a dark ride 
what better dark ride vehicle than the Studebaker that takes Kermit and Fozzie and Gonzo to California in the first place? We're going on the Muppet movie adventure. Nice. Let's do it. You hop aboard your Studebaker with your good pals. You meet lots of people along the way. Say hello to the electric mayhem. Run from Doc Hopper as he tries to steal Kermit's legs, all ending in a ghost town complete with giant animal. So that's how it happens. And then as far as it's not a theme park without snacks, obviously. So we have to have a sit. Now, of course, you have your fine dining and dinner show within the hotel at the Dubonnet Club. But fret not if that's not your style. We also have a delightful steakhouse hosted by the Swedish chef known as his smorgasbord, bork, bork, bork. So <laughs> what a delight. It's beautiful. It's lovely. But every now and then you might hear some crashing and shouting coming from the kitchen. Maybe you look over. Maybe Swedish chef is in there causing calamity, complete with state-of-the-art animatronic, obviously. I'm not an idiot. That would be amazing. Uh, and then... <laughs> You don't have if you don't feel like you have time for a table service, I completely understand. I too like to go, go, go. But uh, we've also got Rizzo's Pizza Joint located in our Muppets Take Manhattan Miniland, obviously. Uh, because Rizzo has to have a pizza joint. That's why they did it in the first place. It's great. Mm-hmm. So come and grab a nice New York slice served to you by a bunch of animatronic rats. Because why nice. not? Um, for our friends that are maybe looking to get some veggies in, maybe prefer to keep a vegetarian or vegan diet, we have the Rainbow Connection hosted by the Electric Mayhem. Janice has taken care of all of your vegan and vegetarian needs and has put together a lovely menu um, while you watch Animatronic Electric Mayhem playing in the back. Quick service, come in, grab a bite, stay if you like, and then leave. No big deal. Um, And then if you're looking for a little something, something, to enjoy while you're walking around this delightful theme park. We have Beaker and Bunsen's Libation Lab, complete with uh, beverages for adults, but also beverages for children. So do with that what you will. And uh, wrap it all up, head back to the hotel and get some rest. That's my Muppets-themed hotel mm-hmm. in <laughs> I have two requests. Yes. One is... There has to be a Muppet man walking around somewhere. Obviously. Where it's multiple Muppets that are walking around. And, and yes. With the in tre- the yes. Yes. Right? That's, yes. That would be fantastic. Yes. Yes. And then and the other one is, uh, I, I would think it would be hilarious to have um, Statler and... And, uh, and Waldorf. Uh, yeah. Outside of almost every theme or every ride, heckling the crowd okay. and, and like giving spoilers out to what they're about to go on. I say we just do a mobile oh, heckling, yeah. <laughs> you know, just move them around. I like is it, it. Is the whole, the hotel is that one older? No, way? it's the happiness hotel, but it could be, you know, they are both named after hotels. On nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then I also thought I was noodling around the idea of a Miss Piggy themed gift shop. I thought it would be really cute to do because oh, Piggy be, loves to shop. It'd be like Tiffany's. Yes. <laughs> nice and then down the back alley like a little hole in the wall it could be like the fraggle rock with like doozers cafe or something like that (laughs) i almost forgot one of the most important parts obviously there's a muppet christmas carol overlay yeah that's what i was thinking like 
Man, you gotta get the Fraggles and like even Sesame Street. Oh yeah, you could have Sesame Street. I was gonna right say if you literally just <laughs> had Sesame Street, like that would bring people to tears. <laughs> literally turn on to Sesame Street and Big Bird's like, oh, how are you? Oh, God. you know, there'd be a grown adults just like pouring down tears, be like, I've always wanted to meet you, Big Bird. <laughs> or like Sesame Street, like daycare you could just drop the kids off there and guarantee they'll come out with a higher iq nice. i think they'll get drunk with animal <laughs> nice I like it. sean what's your next one um so i'm doing a hotel chain okay um, called hotel age so basically each floor of the hotel will be themed in a specific year okay so you like get in the elevator and it's like a time machine by like doc brown nice and instead of the floors you pick the year so you go out and everything on that floor all the food the tv everything will be for that year of that day oh that would be so like if you got like a newspaper delivered to you 1980 july 4th or something like that it would be that day um, all the television would be on what happened on that day. The paper obviously would be for the city that the hotel's in. But so like a 10 floor hotel would have 10 years in it. So mm-hmm. if you have them scattered all over the country, they could choose the years that they want. So each hotel would be like totally different. That would be awesome, actually. I know. I, I'm like, this is like copywriter in this, like, this is. <laughs> putting it out so if it comes out yeah. now it's copyright infringement there you but go. yeah for like the amount of people that now have disposable income and wish for to be in like back in the 80s or something like that or 60s or so there's probably certain years you don't want to do let's but, be careful uh, with that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there'd probably be a criteria like oh hmm, race riots no can't do that one yeah. But, yeah. 1960s are only white people allowed <laughs> yeah Obviously, there would be like HR would be very heavily involved in this. Yes. But, yeah. but like you like say you pick like 1998 or something like that and flick on the TV. Oh, there's X Files kind of thing. Like it would only be for that year. So that's an awesome idea. No yeah. cell phones, iPads, nope. internet. Nothing like that. Like <laughs> the food. Like even like the commercials and stuff. Like for food. Be mm-hmm. like the highlights. Oh, they're just marketing this now. Oh, well, that's all you can get on this floor. <laughs> so, oh yeah, if you that would be really awesome is if you work with some of the companies and be like, hey, we need y'all to go back in your, go back and yeah. pull back some of these things we and make a make, hell. That would be worth it. Coke. People would Yo, people would yeah. literally oh, go to these places Coke, yeah. just <laughs> to be able to get some of these specialty foods. Yeah, like be like, all right, cool. I'm going to this hotel just so I can get another bottle of clear Pepsi. Like. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. Well, Shit yeah, like exactly. that. Like, yeah. only for those specific years. So each floor would be, instead of floor one, floor two, it'd be pick yeah. the year. And that'd be that's, awesome. That's, that's awesome. where you would sign up for. I like it. Very cool. Yeah. I like it. Well, my second and last one um, is uh, I was trying to figure out something and ended up kind of being a culmination of a lot of different things. Um, one of my favorite things that, the last amusement park I went to was, uh, or I'm sorry, theme park was uh, Disney World. We went to Disney World several years ago uh, at Christmas time with my boys and the rest of my family. Uh, very helpfully planned by Lainey. And um, 
I never understood until I went there the whole thing about being an adult and going to a theme park. Like I did, I was just like, okay, I mean, I guess if that's your thing or whatever. And after going to Epcot, I was like, oh no, I get this now. Like this would be a fun thing to do with just like your husband or wife and then a group of friends and just like chill there all day. Um, yeah. So one of the things that I, you know, had fun before everyone moved away uh, was like the times that we would uh, go hang out and play board games. And, you know, those those of us who wanted to drink, drink and stuff. So I'm thinking, you know what? We're fucking doing board game Epcot. So here we go. I looked it up. There are 11 lands that you visit at Epcot. Thus, there will be 11 board games that you can go visit. So the first one will be – everything's will be themed around a different board game. So you'll have Catan where you can literally go and you'll have the Catan land. It will be very uh, Scandinavian. Um, you stole have... my only idea, Eugene. <laughs> Catan. Everything's in hexagons. and <laughs> Yes, literally everything will be set up like that. You can go in there. You know, There will be restaurants and stuff there you can eat. You can eat at and stuff. Uh, there'll be shops, of course, selling Catan stuff or whatever. There'll be lots of places where you can sit down and play Catan. Uh, the actual Catan League could actually be there, and you could, like, you know, see how you rank or whatever. And then, of course, we could have, like, a giant, like, interactive version of Catan that people could play. You know, like, you'd sign up and play it. And so, like, you know, if it's a VR version or whatever, or hell, maybe it's just literally, like, all the board pieces are like this big. Like it would be insane. It would just add a whole other thing to it. Ticket so we have Catan Land. Ticket to Ride would be uh, themed as early American. Uh, we'd have train stuff everywhere. And literally, you know, the, the big ticket version of Ticket to Ride you could play would be, they would literally be model trains running around on this map that you're connecting stuff to. I'm like, this would be fantastic. Um, we ha- I was trying to make sure we had like the four kind of pillars of modern board gaming. Alhambra would be Middle Eastern, uh, so you would be building your uh, your Alhambras to um, uh, you know your 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 housing or whatever, and you know everything's gonna be themed around it. Uh, Carcassonne would be themed in uh, Renaissance French, so uh, we'd have our French food and wine and everything that would be the focus there. Uh, King of Tokyo would be set in Japan. Of course, we have Kaiju and maybe we could actually have animatronic, you know, the monsters actually fighting each other, you know, for that big version of the game. Um, Castle Panic would be uh, English and Scottish. So we'd have our castle. Everything would be castle themed and everything. Um, And then uh, we would have the Clue Dinner Theater where you would actually you'd have to make a reservation you could if you have an entire group you could do this if not they would pair you up and everyone would play a part and you would literally have to figure out who the murderer was i um, love it the betrayal on the house on the hill would be more of our adult thing um we would have to kind of fudge a little bit so that you can't literally just pull any room but this is going to be a VR experience so literally we're going to have these VR rooms set up so that when you go into this room and someone goes upstairs, like you're going to have to yell through the house to be able to hear what the hell's going on. If not, you'll just have like, you know, people telling you in your ears, like it's yeah. your turn. This is what you're doing. Um, as much as I hate to do it, it's a staple. We're going to have a monopoly place, but it'll be themed around New York. So that'll be fun. Um, you can get your New York pizza, you know, all if, that stuff going on. If you lose, you get kicked out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, forbidden Island. 
Well, the you'll literally have to be playing the game in real life, and so as the part of the island is sinking, it will literally go beneath the water. So you have to make sure that you stay on the different parts that are supposed to be there. Um, we could have a risk land where we actually have remote tanks that are going around and shooting each other. That would be a hell of a lot of fun. Um, and then we can change them out over time. So some of them actually would be very. Uh, very close to being able to change things out. So maybe, you know, during, you know, after a couple of years or during a certain time of the year, uh, instead of the, um, uh, but, but, uh, clue area, maybe we turn it into fury of Dracula. And so you're in the cat, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're going across Europe trying to find Dracula and we actually have someone dressed as Dracula to take care of it, uh, or elder sign or terraforming Mars. So we could literally change out these lands as either time's going by. And then, when it comes around to, you know, like special events like Christmas and Halloween and stuff like that, like, you know, a lot of these games actually already have those things like Monop or not Monopoly, but like, well, yeah, Monopoly, but like uh, Catan, there's different versions of Catan. So literally we just change it out. So instead of, you know, uh, you know, now we're playing in, you know, Northern Europe and things, you know, snowed in, you know, it looks, you know, very wintry or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm, and then, of course, you just grab your beer and, drive, you know, as you're, or, oh, you're, yeah. you know choice of spirit and just go around and keep playing these board games with your group and your friends. And I'm just like, I want, this is, I want this. I want to go there. Like, like y'all said, like, as I'm thinking this through, I'm just like, this is, this is where I really want to go. Like going back to Epcot would be, you know, fun, but you know, I don't really drink a lot. And I'm just like, well, I'd like to play board games. I'm just like, well, just theme the whole thing around board games. So just done, (laughs) done and done. So, so Monopoly land takes like 12 hours to get through. Oh no, we're putting timers on this bitch. Uh, <laughs> if you want realism. So like literally there's gonna be a sign as you walk in, it says you must play by rules. Like by the official rules, so that it keeps that game from not going on for twelve hours. Can you have to have past numbers there with rule books too. Sorry, right? Yeah. Okay. Can um please somebody at the and you're lying to go in, somebody's holding a dice, and if you roll the die it's the rule of sorry. You get to go that many heads and get uh, person to the back of the line. Oh my God, you have riot. I think you should name it Jumanji, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I thought a uh, I thought a, an Epcot based around like a board game. Board games like would be freaking awesome. So called so bored. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I had two. I think most people only had two. Ray, I know you have a couple of other ones you wanted to throw out there. You want to run through those real quick? So I, I have one more that I kind of fleshed out, and then I've okay. got a bunch of ones that I thought would be fun, but you know, we we can save them for another time, or I can round them off really quickly. Um, so the one that I fleshed out a little bit was Stranger Things. Uh, how <laughs> can we not have a Stranger Things world? I mean, that would be fucking amazing. That'd be scary. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I thought, um, the rides, I mean, you would, uh, travel to the upside down and it would be escape rooms. So you got to figure out how to get everybody upside down. Yes. Nice. Why not? Uh, and then, uh, the dark rides, obviously you'd have a bunch of different dark rides where you're getting chased or whatever. Like mm-hmm. that'd be kind of fun. Um, restaurants would be Benny's burgers and uh surfer board pizza. Cause you have to. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And then uh, the shows would be obviously at night you'd have these massive fireworks and it would be awesome and and then sometimes you'd see like a shadow uh, in the in the sky and that kind of stuff. Nice. Uh, but uh, I thought it'd be really fun is 
it's nice, you know, gorgeous day, and all of, all of a sudden it starts kind of like snowing, and you're looking around, and then all of a sudden all the monsters start doing a parade through wherever you're walking, and <laughs> the black's coming down on you and stuff. And then the last person would be, of course, um, Vecna. Uh, Vecna, and he's like <laughs> hovering as he's coming by. So that'd be a lot of fun. We do that. Nice. Yeah. Wait, uh, can I? Can I? Yes, and you. Yes. Okay. And. Roller coaster called Vecna's Curse. It's kind of like a rip ride rocket. You get to pick your favorite song and it plays as you're riding. Oh, there you go. Nice. Yes. And it doesn't have a chair. You're just hanging like this. It has a chair. (laughs) (laughs) And then I thought it'd be fun for the, uh, for the accommodations. Um, It would be a, it would be a really nice hotel. But then it would suddenly switch either overnight or when you left the room or any. And so when you got back in, you'd be in the upside down. So it would look really dank and like dark. And nice. Weird. So that way you nobody's know, sleeping. Nobody's sleeping because you don't know what you're looking <laughs> up to. And, nope. it'd be, uh, and then lights would be flickering and like, yeah. Yeah. You'd wake up in the middle of the night and just be like, ah! oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Um, do you want to run through these other ones that I thought would be fun real quick? Sure, go for it. Yeah. So, Sean, I, I really hoped that you were going to do this one. Yeah. High on life. I think it would be amazing to do a whole oh, Lord. Because uh, I, I just, that, that game looks hilarious to me. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm Designing it would be fun. I don't know if I'd want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. It would probably suffer from the same thing that the game suffers from, and that is um, lack of variety and over-repetition. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, look, it's the same enemy again and again and again. Yeah, pretty much. I thought Dazed and Confused would be a really fun uh, park to go to. Cause... Oh, Lord. Hell yeah. We agree. All, all, the, all the ride entrances say, you must be this high. This <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep, and and what, all all of the uh, all of the staff members would be like, I know you. <laughs> and obviously, this one's going to be in Colorado, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, so Ocean's Eleven. Like, how isn't there a whole like a ride like, or something? Or oh, like within a hotel, like that would be a fantastic casino? experience. Yeah. How is there not a hotel and casino like that yet? I go broke. <laughs> it's insured. It's fine. always be robbed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shrek, because hell yeah, you got to do a whole theme park on Shrek. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was because um, I love it so much. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, and it would just to be piss off Sean. Oh. Have to walk everywhere. There's no. Fact- uh. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Or it'd be like wildcats everywhere. Kill Mike. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Randomly, uh, oh, sorry, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> but the only problem with West, uh, it would be like Westworld. Uh, so. Oh, yeah, so it would be real. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I almost thought someone was going to bring that up. They're like, why don't we do actually Westworld? Be like, because we've seen how that ends up. Like, no. Yeah, really. <laughs> one I'm really shocked you didn't bring up, Eugene, mm. Ghostbusters. I thought about it. I played around with the idea. Um, I, I just don't see it being a whole super experience like they they're they are making these vr things that you can go into which are pretty cool which if whenever comes you know if i'm ever close to one i'll definitely have to try it or whatever so um 
But yeah, you like you get to bust ghosts, like they make you feel like you're actually catching on that. Well, yeah. So like, I wouldn't mind doing that, but I don't know if you want a whole like do like Plan. a whole weekend or whatever. Like, I have a feeling, much like the you know the guys in the movie, you'd be like, oh, how many more do we have to do? <laughs> <laughs> so. What does everybody think about a Westeros theme island? Whatever? I'm a little shocked no one brought that up. Yeah, I I was just thinking that like dragons and the ice um, wall. Does it? Don't does most people already, die in that though? That I was gonna say that's kind of the deal. Horribly. It's a risk you take to go. Yeah. Or that's, that's literally that's how you end the weekend, like. You arrive on Friday, you know, you do the shopping and stuff and have fun on Saturday and Sunday right before you check out. Literally someone walks up and like pretends to stab you to death. Like, there you go. <laughs> like, that's that's what everyone talks about. You get invited you, to a wedding. <laughs> How did you die? I got burned alive by a dragon. It was awesome. It's not something that exists. It's called a red fest. <laughs> yeah. Nice. The only other thought that I had, but then I realized that someone had already come up with it, was like a land full of extinct theme park attractions. And then I realized that that's what Defunct Land is. True. So. Although I bet there's, I bet there'd be plenty of people willing to just, they're like, hey, we resurrected this roller coaster from this place. We resurrected this ride from this place. And getting the rights would be the main thing. But I'm sure there'd be a ton of people would be like, oh, hell, like. Well, he's not in there right now. I was going to say, uh, my son told me, has told me multiple times he wants to go to Universal Studios in Japan. You're welcome. Japan. Because they still have the Jaws right there. And I'm like, we're not going to Japan just so you can write the Jaws right. I hate to tell you, dude. Well, that was a cool It was so cool. That's my fault because I showed it to Nick and then he asked me if it still existed. And I was like, well, buddy, I said, it doesn't anymore in Florida, but it does still exist in Japan. He goes, I'm going to go to Japan. Yeah. There's a room that they want to bring it back for uh, for the <clears throat> level or the new world that they're making at Universal Studios because they're bringing back the Back to the Future one. Okay. Yeah, they're going to redo nice. that one. Well, that's the thing. It's like, why not just Confrontation was dope. Yeah. Jaws was incredible. Like, you know, those practical effects rides. You, As much as like I get that the screens give you a whole other world to <laughs> Uh-huh. To go into practical effects make the difference. It really does. Yeah. So. I um, thought it would be cool to have like, uh, one of those Tower of Terror type things with based off of contact. You get into a little sphere. Uh, oh, oh my God! Yeah. That'd be cool. And then your dad's waiting for you at the end. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Small moves. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does anyone have any other ones that they want to throw out there real quick? I think we're good. Okay, cool. Um, let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans. Would anyone like to go first? I'll go. All right, Lainey, what is your pick right. and or pan? I have the yawns. Um, my pick is all of this incredible theme park coverage I've gotten over the last week. They are soft opening the new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in Disneyland. And they've given it like a new home in Toontown. And everything that I have seen, like everything is so good. The ride itself exists already in Florida. But mm-hmm. the way that they've set it up and the storytelling that they use like in Toontown <laughs> and like through the queue, it looks incredible. And I can't, I, I'm, I kind of hope 
that that's the version of the ride I get to experience first because it just looks so good. They did such a great job and the attention to detail is so awesome. Um, and then they are cast previewing Tron light cycle run this week. So there's been a ton of coverage on that. I have a friend that just wrote it and is about to give me a full rundown on it. Um, but I really like to see all the coverage. It looks incredible. It really does. And um, as much as Disney's a little bit kind of in the hot seat about the accessibility of it, I feel like, I mean, they'll they'll learn as they go, I'm sure. But it looks amazing. It really does. Yeah, so, when they first announced okay. that, I was like, hell yeah, like that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Took them long enough, but it's oh, it's opening. It's happening. <laughs> nice. Joseph, what's your pick and or pan? I actually have two picks. Uh, my first pick is I experienced my very first hockey game yesterday, and that was pretty cool. Uh, we went to go see my, – my company had a, a company outing, so we went to go see – it was a college hockey game, uh, University of Denver versus North Ohio. Dakota. Uh, and it, apparently it was like a rematch of last year's national championship, and uh, it, was, it was a really good game. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, they served Canadian beer. Which I thought was kind of funny because I guess hockey we have to do something Canadian. Uh, one of the my coworkers' wife grew up in Minnesota, so she like hockey is her thing. So anytime I had a question, I was kind of turning to look at her, and she would explain what was going on. Uh, then I would say about halfway through the first period, uh, I don't understand what the <laughs> referee like what they were calling. Uh, as far as like the names of things, I, I know icing and, and roughing and stuff like that. Uh, but I understood more of the game. At one point in time, Elaine looks at me and I'm just sitting there in complete silence. I thought he wasn't having fun. Just staring. And she's, and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm watching the game. And she says, is your, is your athlete brain, has it already figured out hockey? And I was like, I mean, yeah, kind of like I'm watching, I'm watching how the coach does the line changes and, why he's doing certain things and how the game is progressing and everything like that. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I have a couple of coworkers that, that play and they have said the moment that I learned how to skate, like they'd love to take me out there just so they can, like you could experience getting hit. And I would just kind of laugh to myself. Well, I was like, I will hit you back. Yeah, yeah. Like that is, you know, there's, there's fun in that. Uh, so that's first. I can see yeah. Joseph being strapped to the, like the goal. Like yeah. using him as a goalie and just like no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's my first one. And my second pick uh, is a game that I uh, downloaded for the PS5. I think it was two weeks ago. Oh. It's called Returnal. Uh, it is a roguelike game. Uh, so essentially, you're this woman that is answering uh, a distress call on an alien planet. Uh, you land on the alien planet. Uh, or sorry, you crash land on the alien planet. Your ship is destroyed. So you are like progressing through this planet to try and figure out the source of the signal and hopefully escape said planet. And about 30 minutes into the game, as you're playing, uh, the game kills you. Like you, you, you encounter an unbeatable boss and the game mm-hmm. kills you. Then the sequence starts again. The cra- the, the, her spaceship crashes again. And she wakes up and is looking around and says, like, what the hell is happening? Well, the game itself, every time you die, the game resets. 
you lose all your weapons, you lose all your stats, you lose everything, all the up. There are certain key upgrades that you keep as you go along, but so every time the game resets, the planet that you're on also completely resets. So when you go through the very first room uh, on any given run, it is completely different than every other time that you've played the game. Hmm. Uh, the it took me the the they call them runs or oh, sorry cycles. Uh, so every time you play the game and you die, that's one cycle. It took me 18, 21 cycles to beat the first boss. And then after I beat the first boss, I was like, sweet. And I go on to the next section of the planet. It, like, it takes me from like the swampy area to this desert area. I go into one room. I see an enemy there. I was, like, I was riding high. I immediately got my ass handed to me. Like It wasn't even close. I'm currently in the middle of cycle. I don't know. It's like I'm in the 50s at this point. Still trying to beat the second boss. So you start uh, all the way over? You start all the way over oh, every single terrible. time. The one that I, the cycle that I'm on right now is like, you can suspend your cycle so it'll save to the cloud so you don't have to worry. Because if you, I should say this, if you turn the game off, it resets and you start again. Mm-hmm. So I, you can suspend the cycle. So that's what I've done right now. I'm halfway through the second part, second section of the desert world and I've yet to take damage. Like I, I have full stats on my weapons, my suit, everything. Like I am just fucking cruising through it right now, but I'm playing and then I'm, I'm completely a second and I'm saving and I'm stopping. I'm playing because I, uh, there are certain areas of the map that I cannot access until I defeat the second boss because he has a grappling hook and I can't get to higher areas of the map. And if you look up Returnal, in 2021 and 2022, it was the least completed game on the market. Because, uh, it's basically Dark Souls in space. It, there is no difficulty and the game adapts to your play style. So it is fantastically fun. But the very first, I mean, when the first time I beat the, the, that first boss, I literally jumped up from the couch. I was like, ah! yeah. I mean, I scared Elaine. I scared the cats. Like I, it was like I had, I, I had done this thing. I moved to the second area and immediately died. And I was just like, God dang it. Like I have to figure it out. So, uh, that is my second pick. So if anybody has, it's a PS5 exclusive. So you got any, know anyone that has it, give it a shot. It's a lot of fun. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Jennifer, I know that probably sounds like hell to you. Uh, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Her pan is the game he just described. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't have I don't have much uh, exciting to talk about. My sister got went home recently, so that's kind of sucky because she's been here for seven months, and you know our family's been through a lot, so it's weird kind of readjusting. So yeah, that's that's about the most exciting thing in my life, other than my dad going back to the hospital and you know just the constant. What fresh hell is today gonna bring? But oh, I guess I do have one good thing. I did um, I did complete one 30 day sequence on yoga with Adrian on her 30 day yoga challenge. I didn't do them every day, but I did every every one in the challenge. So I doubled up a couple days. Nice. Yeah, I love Adrian. She's gotten me through the last few months. So that was an accomplishment. (laughs) Well, good deal. Uh, Sean, you have a picker pan for us. Um, pick. Deb and I have finally kind of figured out what we're going to do for our 20th coming up in November. We're actually going to go to Vegas and then over to Hollywood to Hollywood Studios for the Mario Kart thing because she's a 
She's yeah. a huge Mario fan, so we're like, yeah, let's let's do all that. So we've got a travel agent now. We're looking to book mid-November, so we'll go for a couple weeks and tour around, see Grand Canyon, Hoover Dam, get some damn bait kind of thing. Yep. You know? <laughs> Take the damn damn tour. Yeah, exactly. There's oh man, there's gonna be so many memes when I get out of there. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they both hate and, and love that movie because it's like, hey, oh, people yeah. want to come see it now. And it's going to be the same thing over and over again. Well, apparently <laughs> so, it's like all drying up, like all the water is going away. So yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, Ray, hey, what's your picker fish. pan? Oh, <laughs> Ray, what's your picker pan? Uh, so I've got two picks. Um, welcome to Wrexham. If you haven't watched Welcome oh, to Wrexham, yes, Wrexham yet, it is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Yes, Ryan Reynolds bought a, a soccer team with uh, the other guy. Rob McElhenney. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I didn't care about football, but this, it made me actually care. And it was yeah. like, oh, this is awesome. I really want to follow this and see where it all goes. And it got me excited. I'm excited for season two. It's going to be coming out too. So uh, yeah, uh, really fun. Uh, hoping that that transitions to the NHL when Ryan Reynolds buys the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Uh, and then my other pick is, I, I will just say what movie we watched, and I'll let Chris explain why it was so amazing. <laughs> 1993's Homeward Bound. No. No. <laughs> Don't need a recap. No. All right. <laughs> Chris, what's your pick and or ban? So my other pick that he did was Welcome to Rexham, which is really good. It's 18 episodes, and it's really good. It's a very the way they filmed it and edited it's really really good, entertaining. Um, also, so we did watch Homeward Bound with our lovely sweet girl Logan, who is a giant bleeding heart. Her thing was like, I don't want to watch anything where the animals die. I'm like, they don't die. Everybody they don't die. Lives. It's no. very, no. very aspirational. No. However, she was. In a mood, I don't know what was going on, but the roller coaster, all four of us went on with her. She cried like eight times. It took about 20 minutes to get over it at the end. I remember liking it as a kid because it was like entertaining. She's giggling right now because she knows she's. I'm triggered right now. So but then I called my sister. She's like, yeah, my boys love that movie. And I'm like, I don't remember liking it. No. And she just was like, she's nearing the end. She's like, I hate you guys. Inside herself. One minute she's like, there's this one scene where everybody's filing out of this Jeep. And the, the pit bull chase is like trying to squeeze past. Oh my the god, kid. that was amazing. And the he launched the kid into the car door <laughs> and they kept the take in the movie. That was hilarious. When but like she just was like, Oh my what am I watching? And so when Logan yeah. had a visceral reaction to something, she kind of throws herself back. <laughs> so there was a lot of this and a lot of like crying and just crying and then like we're like at a loss. We did not realize this was gonna happen. And we told her before, we're like, everybody Every lives. lives. Everybody lives. That's not, no. No. Because she has, she no. has, like, nobody can die. No, especially yes. humans, I feel lukewarm about, but definitely not the animals. Uh, not animals. 
No, and so she, we were like, it's, it's an inspirational story. It's very <laughs> okay. Hang on though. She was happy about the cougar getting launched I'm into the, the water. water. Well, it's probably because it's a bad guy. It's a bad guy. So it was totally fine. She's okay with that. But she's my poor girl, and she's 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 still oh, she's, she's crying living now. it right now. <laughs> it was horrible. So I don't know. It was a film. Quinn was watching it too, and he didn't. I don't know if it's his. He was in no. He his disorder or what it is, but he was. He did not have the same kind of reaction <laughs> that Logan. Oh, it was amazing. It was very, but it, it's because. We were telling, we were talking to her about when she was a toddler, and oftentimes it was not laughing at her, but we would laugh at the situation because it's it gets to a point where you're like, I have no idea what the fuck to do, so I have to laugh at it. So we weren't laughing at her, but it was just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Do I hug her? Do I not? Do we shut this off? But she got to see how it finishes, and so she could see that everybody. She had to watch it until the end. (laughs) So Lainey agrees with you then, bud. Yeah. Awful. No, you gotta have my rule. I say I have the same rule for every movie. It's no babies or animals in peril, oh. danger, or dying. Okay. <laughs> so I think that must it's, that's got to be the new rule, eh, bud? Nobody in peril. But you've no, yeah, I can't do animals, animals in peril. In peril. Yeah. So yes. so has she seen Independence Day? Like. Uh, yes, yeah, she has. She hasn't seen Independence nope. Day? Okay. Oh, I'm the, just thinking because when the boys watched that, I was like, "Wait a minute, is, was, was the dog gonna make it? Is the dog?" I'm like, "Just keep watching." No, is the dog gonna? I'm like, "Just watch." Yes, I hate it. <laughs> so, anyways, and then I have so that was, all, was just watching, just experiencing Homeward Bound with Logan. Just the journey we all on as a family was very. It was a it was a journey. That was a core memory we all made. And then my cat <laughs> that I have is uh, Ray got me this book. Now bless him, the back cover blurb sounded very different than what I read. Uh, it's a book called Punk 57 by Penelope Douglas. Um, it's trash. <laughs> Don't read it. It's horrible. Um, and I it's, I know when a book is bad, when I literally put it down and roll my eyes. I'm like, are you <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'd be trying to fall asleep, but I'd be here. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Is everything okay over there? It's fine. <laughs> like, so getting to the point where I'm like, I have to see how these two horrible people end up. And it, they're teenagers, too, but they're 18, so it's fine with what happens in the book. Um, but it was just ridiculous. And then I read the author's notes at the end, and she was trying to tout it as this inspirational story. I'm like, you wrote a book about fucking awful teenagers. None of this was inspirational. I don't know where you got that from. It's a terrible book. It was awful. Just terrible, terrible books. <laughs> The premise came across as it yeah, was going to be like an updated version of You've Got Mail. Yes. So that's how it it does kind of okay. a little bit with a twist. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of cool. But then it's just trash. Absolute, utter trash. So you like, won't be picking it for Marginally Geeky? I, well, no, absolutely not. Because I kind of... I won't read it. No, no, no. I'm not there with like uh, Fifty Shades. I'm like, this is just too bad. Well, how is she a best-selling author and then wrote this? I don't <laughs> understand what happened. <laughs> nice. Um, I have two picks. The first one is uh, it's going to sound really funny, especially if you're into video games. Uh, Diablo three. While Diablo four is about to come out here uh, in not too long. Um, before Christmas, I got 
I've been talking about trying to find something I could play, like, you know, that's a, a role playing game for a while and just kind of looking into some different things. And, uh, Ray and Sean and their friend Mike would get together and play Diablo 3. And so it was on sale. So I bought it and I've gotten my boys into it as well. And, um, it's, it's what I've been looking for. It's like, it's just like, well, I just feel like going around and killing a bunch of monsters right now. So that's what I'm going to do and just keep beefing up my character. And what's funny is it's like the season that we're on right now is about to end. And they were telling me this is extremely long, especially considering Mike posted something saying when Diablo four comes out, they're going to reset the season like every three months. I'm like, whoo, that's a short period of time, but uh, we'll see how that goes. But um, no, I'm just having a lot of fun. And like, that's the only game I'm really that and Goldeneye. I am going back and playing Goldeneye from time to time with the boys. Uh, but yeah, it's just been fun to jump on and, uh, and, and beef up my character at this point. And, and I'm to the point that I'm like, well, is this going to help me? No, this doesn't help me. You know, it's just, <laughs> there's so much depth to it that, um, it can be really overwhelming. But as you start getting into it, you start kind of under, understanding how the depth works and how things work together. It, it's just a hell of a lot of fun. So, uh, the other, my other pick is, uh, a TV show that, I was a little hesitant to start picking up and watching because I didn't want it to end up like another TV show that I used to watch. And that is the last of us. Um, Mm -hmm. I was hesitant to start the show. Uh, I talked with one of my uh, Ghostbuster group members and I'm like, listen, I've never played the game. I I understand what the game is based on, but I've never played the game. I said, I just don't want this to be fucking the walking dead. I don't want this to be, (laughs) well, it's the fifth season and things just keep getting worse. Oh, better. No, it's worse again. Wait a little bit. No, it's worse again. And it's just like, it was just despair constantly. And, um, I'm, I'm so, I'm enjoying it so much. Uh, you probably have seen everyone and their brother talking about the third episode. The third episode is, is absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. And I've been promised that no, it's not going to end up like The Walking Dead. Um, you know, it, it's, it, there are some rough, there's some stuff, rough stuff coming up, but, uh, I'm enjoying it so far. It it definitely if we definitely get more things like an episode three where we get these kind of slice of life things that are happening within the world, um, I'll be extremely happy with that. So uh, but yeah, if you're if you're not watching uh, The Last of Us, go check it out on HBO. It's it's definitely it's definitely worth your time. So I have no idea. Wait for the episodes. Yes, they are coming out weekly. weekly. (laughs) (laughs) First. (laughs) <laughs> then just wait until it comes out and then just knock out the whole season. So but then I have to wait for the next season. But, uh, oh. yeah, the, the next, the episode three with Nick Offerman is just oh. fantastic. Yeah. That was great. That was a standalone. You could just watch that episode. And, not and all honesty. Else. Yeah. It, it's funny. I listened to, there was some, there's a couple makers. I listened to, uh, I listened to a couple of different podcasts and one of the guys on there is friends with Nick Offerman. And he's like, He's watching it with a friend of his or his girlfriend or something, and, and she's just like, "When does Nick come on? I can't. I don't know if I can keep doing this." They're like watching episode one or two or whatever, and they didn't realize, "Oh no, he's just in episode three. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, and then, then they watched it and you know loved it or whatever. But uh, yeah, it, it it is fantastic. It's um and and apparently grossly different than how it played out in the game too, which is. Yeah. And so far, everyone I've talked to, except for people who are on the homophobic streak, uh, everyone is like, no, I like what they did. That was it was interesting. And and, we, and I've had several conversations and we've had conversations about that before. You know, when they change something from a game or from a book, it can either go really well, like in The Martian, how they had to combine several characters into kind of one character 
because they had to cut out some of the book. There was so much stuff you couldn't put all in the movie. And then you have things like, you know, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. And you're just like, what the hell did I just watch? So loved the book. The movie was garbage. Anyway. Well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, wherever you listen to the show. You can find us at epicallygeeky.com, where you can find the rest of our shows, including the Marginally Geeky Show, the Creatively Geeky Show, and Sustainably Geeky. We're not that active on social media, but uh, if you want to come look for us, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Epically Geeky. Where can we find you online, Ray? The Reluctant Yeti on Instagram, and uh, I don't post much there either, so good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Chris? Uh, speaking of all that stuff, uh, I'm also taking a bit of a social media break for a little bit. Um, but my handle is Moody Midlife on Instagram, and I'm on all the other shows that you mentioned. Nice. Uh, Joseph? If you Google me, something will pop up. And I'm working on a deal to pay someone to scrub me from it. <laughs> Lainey? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at It's a Lainey Bird. Um, I also do not post that much, so... Enjoy. <laughs> Jen? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Het's Gonna Be Me and Sustainably Geeky every month. John? Fucking with Wikipedia, so all you college and university students, I'm sure you're switching to the chat GP, which I play with <laughs> that and I totally get. It's so fun. Uh, it does write a good essay and training material. Uh, it, it does work well. Just um, check your facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and your favorite broken toy on Instagram and usually marginally geeky. And as also, you can find my individual wacky adventure online at Machine on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for everyone on the site. Have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 